Hi, this is Jacqueline here with the GROW program. Thank you for growing with me, kings and queens. Um, I want to talk to you this morning about death. Um, death may seem to be depressing, but it really it isn't. You know, death is like a new birth. It's a spiritual birth because you leave the physical realm and enter into the, the spiritual realm. Um, it's unknown, a lot of things. Uh the people don't know about death and they fear death, but we really shouldn't fear death. We should fear how we live in here on this earth because once we enter into the spirit world, that's what we're going to have to answer. Um, I remember when um, Stan was in the hospital and I had uh, went up there and it was two days before he passed. And when I walked in the room, you know, his alarms and beepers and everything going off and they were ignoring him. They didn't come back down there because they knew he was going. And um, so they didn't even tend to him no more. Um, and so when I walked in there, I felt, I felt it. You know, my knees got rubbery. I immediately started crying because I just knew he was getting ready to go. And I'm standing there. He was, he was in a coma. I'm telling you, he was in a coma. He was gone. He was going. And, um, but this is what happened. I was holding his hand and I was crying and I was calling his name. And he came out of the coma. He looked me in the eye and he squeezed my hand. And then he laid back down. And I knew that he was letting me know that he was okay. And when I left and went back home, I felt he wanted me to come back up there, but I didn't go back. And um, two days later, I was getting ready to go to work, and I just felt real peaceful. I felt good that day. I don't know why. I felt real good and happy and peaceful. <clears throat> and I'm getting ready to go to work, putting my clothes on, stuff, and getting head knocked. I'm out the door. You know, I'm driving the bus, and I'm just having a good day. It was sunny. It was peaceful. It was happy. You know, just a good day. And then I got the call that he left. He was gone. And um, I still was good. You know, I didn't cry because he gave me, when I saw him, he gave me, he, he came out of the coma, looked me in my eye and squeezed my hand, you know, and let me know that it's all right. He going to be all right. Just like my brother told me when he left. I'm all right, big sis. I don't know what kind of signs that you've gotten from your loved ones who've left, <clears throat> but the spirits are not resting. I tell you that. They are not resting and they are not off sleep. And so um, I heard somebody say this one time. It was a funeral director as I was getting, you know, uh, the arrangements and stuff, uh, you know, helping with the arrangements for Stan. <clears throat> I, uh, the funeral home's motto is... Um, you know, I, I, I heard funerals are for the living. Funerals are for the living. And I thought about that, meditated on, and they really are, you know, because they gone, you know, this, we, we mourning this physical body, but the spirit is gone. <clears throat> we mourning who we knew here on this earth. But they got a whole new body. They in the spirit world. They see us, but we can't see them. You know, and, and, and they are around us and they are with us. So while we at the funeral and we crying and mourning and weeping and hollering and going through over this physical body, we got to remember not only this, they are okay. 
The dead are better off than the living. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 2. The dead are better off than the living. They are all right. We are the ones down here going through the funerals for the living. You know, we the ones that, that, that really are going through a battle. This is a battle of good and evil. And it's just how you let it take a hold of you, you know, whether you're going to take over with the with the evil or you're going to work with the good. You know, you got to make up your mind because look here, if you work with the good, you got to stop doing you. You got to stop, you know, being all this and all that. And, all, you know, I got to do this and I got to go that and I got to, you know, um, <clears throat> this is when we stop doing us people and let, let go and let God. That's what that really means. You got to sit back and watch God move and, and see, then you, you be like, no, nah, I can't, I can't do that. I got to go do this. I got to be, I got to do this. I got, you know, it's always, I got to go do. And you ain't got to do nothing but sit back and let God work it out. I mean, seriously, watch God, watch God work things out. And so, um, yeah, you know, at that time when he passed, you know, I was, I was ministering on the radio, you know, and I was ministering the word. It was a good word, you know, real good. You know, I, 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 I was researching, doing my, you know, in the Bible. I was in the word, honey. I was, you know, I'm telling you, I know, I know, I know God. I know that word. So I apply the Bible to my life in righteousness. You know, I apply that teaching, all that stuff I knew on my heart, you know, and, and the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do. You know, I, I walked the straight and narrow because I let go and let God. I let God take control of my life, honey. It ain't no more uh, uh, what Jackie want to do. It's what God needs me to do, where God needs me to be. That's where I'm going to be and that's what I'm going to do. You know, so, um, yeah, we have to let go and let God and let God work it out. And so when it comes to death, you know, um, just remember, be confident and knowing that they are with you. You know, it's tragic if they, you know, that their, that their death is, that they gone, you know, that the phys is they gone. Physically, they are gone. But I'm going to tell you something. If you begin to get on your spiritual walk. And you begin to to leave the trick, the enemy, that that the trick of the enemy, that alcohol. I you know, and it, and I'm gonna tell you something. I told you this before. You know, you don't let nothing dominate and control you. You know, you like to smoke weed, then then that's it. But I'm telling you, this other stuff, this this heroin, this cocaine, this this alcohol, it's all a trick. It's all a trick. I'm telling you so. Need to leave that stuff alone, and then you need to slowly get away from them cigarettes too before they let you go. You know, see, you ain't got to worry about letting them go, they'll let you go. I told you about that. You know, we got to get on a holistic uh, walk with God as, as holistic as possible. And I'm not talking about being holy moly and walking around, you know, wrapped up and tied up. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about a holistic walk with your heart and God, you know, you looking at God, just like God is sitting there. You know, would you do that? You know, would you be acting like that? Would you say that? Would you go over there and do that? You know, if God is your co-partner right now, you and God, will you and God go over there and bust them windows out? Will you and God go cuss her out like that? Would, would God let go of that money and say, you know what? She needed better than you do. We finna go do something different. We finna go make some more money, you know, do it the right way and help some folks out. 
You know, so that's how you have to look at walking in your, your spiritual walk with God. You know, your, your beloved ancestors, because that's who watching out and protecting you. You know, God done appointed them. Um, I heard a conversation and, and it's, it's kind of troubling me a little bit. Um, I heard a conversation about a young man who grew up in church in God. And now, um, he's, he turning away from it because <clears throat> he not believing the scripture. He not believing what Jesus did. He not believing this and that and what about Jesus. And it's, 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 it's sad that so many people are so caught up in the religion, um, that they can't even realize that Africans are truly spiritual. You know, you, you can't go past this country. You know, you thinking going past this country is going to alienate you some kind of way to um, who you truly are. You know, you, you are African first. You're African-American, but you are African first. And you your roots are not in the United States. Your roots are in Africa. They came on the ship. You know, your ancestors set foot here. You need to you need to learn further back than this country and, and what the Bible says about, you know, what uh, Jesus walked around and did. You know, because I'm going to tell you something. African spirituality is powerful. You know, God is, in, is with us, within us, but it's how we let it. We take over. We don't let God take over. We take over. We got to do. We, 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 me, I, I, I. That's how we is. You know, we all, or we are, you know, um, we got to be involved. And we ain't got to be all involved. You know, you step back and let God, you know, let God work it out. Um, we are spiritual people. I can't reiterate that enough. We are not religion. Religious. Religion was brought here, there, and everywhere. Religion was taken here, there, and everywhere. All these other, all these denominations. Just think about this for a minute. You got all these different denominations. Everybody say they right. I'm right. You wrong. You know, they don't do it like that. They do it like this. No, you wrong. They don't, they don't bow down. They do like this. They got to wrap up. No, you wrong. They ain't got to wrap up. They got to be like this. You know, all these different denominations, everybody got this. He say that. She say this. They say that. But one thing I can tell you, and this is a fact, and you can take it to the bank. You will be judged by your heart. You can wrap up, shroud up, bow down, get on your knees for 10 hours a day. But if you get up off your knees and you go down there and do your brother wrong or do your sister wrong, do your co-worker wrong, do yourself wrong, you will be judged. You're going to be judged by your heart. I'm telling you, you can do all kind of denominations. You can do everything they say. You can be there at the pastor's beck and call, honey. I'm telling you. You could be the one that don't dip in the collection plate. But if you won't, you won't. And you're going to be judged by your heart. I'm telling you, it don't matter what you do, what your denomination, what you think, how you at, where you at, and where you going. You're going to be judged by your heart. That's just it. You know, denomination don't matter. You know, um, I found out something. I didn't know that uh, Mr. T.D. Jakes, you know, his church is is, uh, is like a, a non-denominational church. And I think that's wonderful because, see, that's the ministry that I have. Mine 
It's not, I just accept everybody. You know, if you want to believe this and that and the other, it don't matter. But look here, you need to, let's get on a, let's get on a holistic walk with God. You know, why you doing that? You know, let, let's change some stuff around about how we think and act towards one another and ourselves. Let's begin to build well. You know, because the GROW program is a program, it's a movement, and it's a ministry. You know, I, I, I kind of told you this in the beginning. It's a program because it's a program to help people change the way they think about themselves and one another. It's a ministry to help you get on a closer, holistic walk with God. And it's a movement to help you to begin to build wealth for yourself and your future generations. Not about making one person rich, a pastor, somebody, you know, putting in 10% of your income. You need to take 10% of your income and save for emergency. Put away for a future. Put away for your child. Put away for your grandson. Put away for your job. Put away for anything. You don't put away for to help somebody out. You don't, who need who you know need it. Cause the pastor, all right, you ain't worried about the pastor no more. He been coming up and now he up. He good. You don't see now it's time to begin to build wealth. Now it's time to help out in the community. Now it's time to look around and say, hey, look, I want better for my kids. I want better for my my future generation. One day you're gonna be an ancestor. You know, if you live your if you live your life right, you will be an ancestor and be able to um, bless your own. You see, because that's what happens now. That's how you get saved out of the situation that you be in, honey. It be your ancestors looking out for you who watch you and protect and guide you. <clears throat> I told you about the one time when I was 19 and, and honey, and uh, I was living with this girl and this girl offered me to do some, some crack free base with them. And I said, no. And when I told her, no, she put me out. So I'm walking down the railroad tracks, 19 years old, pitch black, dark, don't know where I'm going, just walking, you know, with my bag. Out of nowhere, the ancestors sent this man to me. I, and, and this man offered to let me sleep in his car. He left the car and he left and left the keys, left the car so I could run the engine. He came back in the morning, got the car, asked me where I want to be dropped off at. And I, you know, I ain't never seen him again. Don't know who he is. Couldn't tell you who he is to this day. But that was nothing but God. God to save me out of so many different situations, honey, that I didn't put myself in. Me doing me. Me out there doing me. You know, but but that's one thing that I thank the Lord for is he made up, he, 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 uh, um, just always protecting and watched over me and gave me a mind to try to want to do right and never uh, turn cold. You know, no matter what happened in this battle, this life, this is a battle. Sometimes our heart turn cold and we miss our blessing. That's how we miss our blessing because we are so cold and so evil towards somebody else, you know, that we'll miss what God has in store for us. Be right there, but you miss it because you ain't right. You know, uh, the ancestors ain't going to bless you. They ain't going to bless no mess. You heard that. God ain't going to bless no mess. That's the truth. You know, they ain't going to bless you and you ain't doing right. You know, that means that's regardless, you know, your marriage or however way, ain't nothing going to go right if you ain't doing right. Nothing. It may seem like it's going right for a while, but it ain't going to go right, honey. And I want you to think about money don't buy happiness. I just want you to think about the, the, um, those, those pure souls, those legends, you know, in this country under oppression. Just think about these people for a minute. You got some people, um, 
We didn't know them personally, but we knew of them. We knew a lot of things about them because they were in public. Think about these people, you know, like the beautiful Whitney Houston and her daughter. Um, mm, mm, mm. That's, 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 that's just a very sad story within itself. But people under oppression, Prince, you know, I mean, you can have money, but the money don't buy happiness. It don't. And, and the, the, the happiness comes from within, you know, and um, it's very tragic because we still should have them here. It's very tragic that um, in the battle, they went the other way and, and became up under this influence of this oppression of this country. You know, the oppression of the drugs that was shipped all in the community. You know, uh, there's no reason why there should be drugs all in the community. You just go anywhere and buy some cocaine, some heroin, all this net. What happened? Where's the CIA? Where the government supposed to be keeping this stuff up out of here? You know, keeping people safe, keeping people from doing it. That's what we got a government for, to keep the people safe. You know, uh, keep these drugs from being shipped over here into this in this country. You know, this is oppression. And then on top of that, you, you put the people in jail for for using drugs that's being shipped into the country. They need to be uh, in some type of uh, a program. We need some education, some resources down here to help these people get off these drugs. You know, to help these people get some jobs. We need some resources down here, uh, Ms. Harris, Vice President Harris, and, and President Biden. You know, we need education. We need some folks down here talking to people and um, getting folks off these drugs. We, we don't need no more churches. You know, that's the last thing we need, churches and liquor stores. Please don't build no more churches and liquor stores. That's the last thing we need right now. People congregating and getting sick amongst one another. You know, um, we got to do better. We got to do better. Greatness. That's what we trying to reach. Greatness in God. Greatness reached over our oppression through wisdom all over the world. And um, <laughs> welcome, Hawaii. You know, I never been to Hawaii and always wanted to go to the beautiful Hawaii. So welcome, Hawaii. Praise God and the beloved ancestors. I love you, kings and queens. No one and no one and no one is superior over you. God bless you.